Hey there, Ben. It's Terry Levine here from the podcast, Digital Marketing for Coaches and Consultants. I'm curious, what are your five best tips for monetizing a podcast? Curious minds want to know, Ben. I look forward to your answer. Again, Terry Levine from Digital Marketing for Coaches and Consultants podcast. You're listening to the Real Business Connections Network. Powered, powered by Balbert Marketing, LLC. Subscribe now and check us out at realbusinessconnections.com. Enjoy the show. Whatever he wants. Here's Ben Albert. Terry Levine, thank you for the voicemail. What are your top five tips for monetizing your podcast? Um, I'm honored that you even asked Terry. Terry's one of my favorite podcasters, one of the nicest, best people I know. Digital Marketing for Coaches and Consultants is a fantastic podcast, so do recommend people subscribe to that. And I'm answering the question, what are your five best tips for monetizing your podcast? Thank you for the submission, Terry. Um, It's interesting because you do solo episodes. So some of these will apply to you personally. Some might not quite as much, uh, but I want to give a full perspective here for all of the listeners. And first and foremost, anybody listening, I'm just going to be honest with you. If you want to become rich and famous overnight, Starting a podcast wouldn't be the first um, piece of advice I'd give you if you wanted to get, you know, monetize very quickly. And, and you know this, Terry, as a marketer, there is a lot of nuance and tangibles that ultimately, you know, marketing benefits of a podcast, whether it's thought leadership, personal branding, building out SEO for your website, um, learning how to speak better, so for you know, so on and so forth. But a lot of that can be a little intangible. I want to get into what you asked for, five tangible ways to monetize your podcast, especially if it's already up and running. And as a bonus, I will give some nuance add-ons as well. So let's just get right into it. So first, number one is monetizing by promoting your own products and services. This is huge especially if you're just getting started. You don't have a huge built-in audience. Your reach isn't massive, but you know that your audience is listening because they like you, they like the topics, they like the value that you bring. Why not monetize by, by promoting your own products and services? You advertise yourself. And I do it very soft on, I'm not overly promotional. I do it very, very soft on my show, but it's welcome to Real Business Connect, or you're listening to the Real Business Connections Network powered by Bauer Marketing LLC. Then it goes into the main intro. Welcome to Rochester Business Connections powered by Bauer Marketing LLC. Our fee for the show is simple. Subscribe. Then at the back end, I mentioned Bauer Marketing LLC. My logo's on everything. I 
personally don't even advertise that hardcore, but I use the podcast to advertise myself. And if you want to get a little more stronger, a little more, um, give more call to actions, you just got to give really strong call to actions. Um, I'll use Alex Hermosi as an example. Alex Hermosi's podcast doesn't have advertisers, um, but he has one of the best marketing books out there that he advertises. It's only 99 cents. That's a free, basically a freebie that brings you into his world, brings you into his funnel so he can continue to educate you and ultimately work his way up to he takes on high ticket clients and, and you could possibly be one of them. But <coughs> losing my voice guys you could have a really cheap 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 offer call to action to bring them into your funnel or you could ultimately just advertise a free strategy call you can advertise that you need more reviews you could you get the reviews you advertise that you need more reviews then you use those testimonials into your marketing copy and into your sell sheets to help edify you and actually uh, you know, gain a little bit of momentum with the people that are actually purchasing products from you. So there's lots of ways to do it, but you want to advertise your own product and service. Is your podcast around a niche? I'm literally talking to Terry right now, and it's like she's already doing this. Her podcast is digital marketing for coaches and consultants. So you want to have strong offers for coaches and consultants and the most frustrating thing is that the hit rate isn't as quite as high as anyone would ever want it to be i've seen it on my own show but you want to continue to advertise and get multiple touch points and let people know that you can help them you can serve them you're there if they ever need anything and you're building a lot of know like and trust simply by advertising yourself or if you have the audience or the niche or the network or the ability, you go out and you find advertisers. And that is number two, find advertisers. Uh, again, if you build an audience, you build a brand, you have a community, you have a platform, you have products and services. Not so, Let me take a step back. You do have products and services. That was number one. You could advertise yourself or you can find someone who has products and services that you do not have that serve your listenership. They, let's do a really silly example, but you'll get the point. Underwater basket weaving. Don't think there is any underwater basket weaving podcasts. I'd want to do a little bit of market research to make sure that there's enough of an audience to actually build a community around. But let's imagine there was. I could start the only underwater basket weaving podcast, talk to only underwater basket weavers, give tips and tricks. And if I am a business at all based around underwater basket weaving, aren't I going to want to ultimately get my information to that audience? So that business that helps underwater basket weavers would be a great person to talk to, to be an advertiser, and you don't need hundreds of thousands or millions of listeners. You would just have a small core group of listeners that are exactly around who your advertisers want to talk to. And the larger the listenership, the easier it is to pitch this and bring advertisers in. But no-brainer, the number one way I think overall that people recommend and, and most people try to monetize a podcast 
is finding third-party advertisers where let's say you're making your own offer. There really isn't a guarantee. I don't know what the ROI is. It's really dependent. If someone's paying to advertise on your show, that's guaranteed income that you ultimately agree upon beforehand. Um, Another leg of them kind of paying to be on the show is affiliates. Let's say you're struggling to get somebody to actually pay to advertise on the show, but there's a product or service you love, you could ultimately um, advertise for free, giving your affiliate code and make money on the back end where you're not actually fulfilling any orders. You're just giving your affiliate link. And every time someone who's listening comes on, they actually uh, hear that advertisement, buy, and you make money. Affiliates is almost a second category, but I'm lumping three things into this category. So you can find someone to advertise on the show. You can advertise products and services with your own affiliate link or even have your guests provide an affiliate link and make money if anybody uh, that loves your guest ultimately uh, buys from them. You'll get a little commission for that. And the third way in, in regards to finding advertisers, which is still number two, I could probably come up with 20 different ways to monetize. So I'm kind of clumping them all together. When it comes to finding advertisers, number two, you can charge your guests to be on, especially if you built an audience. Let's use John Lee Dumas as an example, Entrepreneurs on Fire. I'm pretty sure you could be his grandma, best friend, business partner. It's still four to five thousand dollars. I think it's forty five hundred, something like that, to be on John Lee Dumas's show. It's literally like five thousand dollars to be on the show, and he does that at scale. And between that and affiliates and advertisers, makes millions a year in podcast revenue. I know at very least over a million. Mind blowing, right? So if you have a big enough audience, a niche enough audience, you have you don't even have to have a huge audience. Like there's concierge booking services that their guests honestly pay them pretty penny to book them on shows. And a lot of these booking services are willing to uh, pay to have their client on your show. The guest is willing to pay to be on your show. So it's not quite an advertisement uh, like a traditional advertisement, but you're monetizing by your guests paying you to utilize that platform. Um, it's a great way to do it. And it, I'm going to beat it at horse. So we're going to move on to number three. Number three is Patreon premium content, you know, like paywall content with subscribers, only fans, not necessarily only fans. I think Patreon's a, a better platform for that. But what you would do is you would um, have a paywall for your podcast, which is becoming more and more and more common. I mean, so many of us already pay for Netflix. We already pay for Spotify. We pay not to hear ads. That's probably the biggest one since I'm brainstorming here. Have If you run ads, you have an ad-free RSS feed, a stream that people pay as low as a couple dollars a month, as much as tens of dollars a month, to be a contributor to your content creation. And what we really should do is set up a tier structure where the higher you contribute, the more free content you get. Maybe let's say it's a four episode a week show. You can do one episode a month for subscribers only. Um, I know Sam Harris, Waking Up Podcast, um, he does 
he doesn't he plays most of the episode but don't listen to the entire episode in its entirety um you would ultimately have to be a subscriber to hear the entire show so you can get the entire show and ad free I know a couple podcasters, you can literally leave, you can end the podcast early on a hook and say, you know, just one final question is for my subscribers only. And then you cut the podcast off, you send them to subscribe, paywall, then they get to hear that like crazy question that went unanswered. You can show them the process of you recording, show all things. I mean, again, I, I could beat a dead horse with this kind of stuff. But you provide premium content, uh, you a little bit layers of the onion deeper for paid subscribers only, and that's a great way to monetize the podcast. Number four, for anybody who's bringing guests on their show, build strategic relationships. And what I mean by that is you ask for guests for referrals. You Maybe your guest has products or services um, that they can be affiliate and you can they can actually pay you for referrals or you can ask them for referrals or you can ask your audience for referrals it's multi-sided you know it's 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 all going blending together like a crock pot there's your guest there's the audience you give referrals you receive referrals you give value you receive value you become a hub a source of info People that can come, people can come to you for anything digital marketing, anything underwater basket weaving, anything finance. They can come to you, and if you utilize the podcast platform with guests to build these strategic relationships, you'll either serve them or refer them to someone who can serve them, and you can make a commission on that referral. Or your audience is ultimately <laughs> making those introductions for you and just feeding love into everybody's life. So I'll probably do an entire a entire podcast ultimately just on strategic relationships. But for now, I think just building those relationships with guests for a lot of podcast hosts, the relationship is worth more than any of the other monetization strategies if you build that relationship strong. So that's huge, and that's why that's number four. So number five, monetize your website and social media platforms. So this isn't directly monetizing the podcast per se, but the podcast is a content goldmine. It is where everything begins. Then you create SEO-optimized show notes. You build a backlink building strategy, especially if you're guesting on other shows. You break down that main goldmine content into shorts, into digital content, into different information and copy and one-pagers and resources for your audience. And then you use the podcast as a resource database to actually build up your SEO on your website, build up your following on your social media and monetize there because not all of the people that you can help are actually listening to the podcast. So if there's someone who doesn't listen to the podcast, you still can utilize the podcast, but you're utilizing that to feed creativity into all your additional other platforms where you're monetizing there. So in this case, 
again, like monetizing a strategic relationship, maybe you don't monetize the podcast platform itself. In some cases, maybe it's a marketing expense, but you feed that into the building out of all these other platforms that are driving leads and use the podcast as a thought leadership tool to make that possible. Those are my five, but I did mention that we were going to do a bonus. So as a bonus, I'm going to free associate. I'm just going to just give give it all, and we're going to have to go deeper at another point because this is amazing stuff, and I'm really passionate about it. And I already mentioned this. In some cases, it's kind of nuance, but treat the podcast as a marketing expense. Treat it as a cost center. Treat it as a skill builder, especially for someone, and this isn't you, Terry. You've written over 20 books. You are a huge thought leader. You're incredible. But anybody coming, you know, just starting to get started in their thought leadership, personal branding journey, you get to practice your public speaking skills. You get to get better at talking on a microphone, talking on camera. You learn how to be more concise, which I struggled with today. This monologue stuff's actually not my, my strong suit. I'm learning as I go through this exercise personally. Be more concise. Ask good questions as a host. Answer good questions. Fruitful answers to the most simple of questions. You learn audio editing in some cases. You get way better at content creation, at writing, at introducing, at copywriting and social media posts, at content repurposing, you know, repurposing the podcast to monetize other platforms. And we already kind of touched on this. There is the relationship building with your audience and often guests, the, the community building, the goodwill that there's no way to actually put a metric to. Building thought leadership, a relationship, a community, goodwill, know, like, and trust with people that you want to be in circles with. That, that's, that's, that's the whole reason I started my show. You build a tribe. You build a community. You are the leader of that community, of the listeners. You can build leaders around you. You build a personal brand. And I already mentioned this with getting more concise and better public speaking. You create more confidence for yourself. You create more fulfillment in what you get to do. And you create more excitement around what you get to do for a living through your podcast. It makes you better on sales calls, product demonstrations, investor pitches. There are so many ancillary benefits. If anyone would like to learn more, go to realbusinessconnections.com slash contact. Go to the show notes. It's in the show notes. It's a speak pipe link. Send me a note or a voicemail. Because Terry, this was a fantastic question. I hope I didn't overdo it on the answer. You as a brilliant marketer, you know what you're doing. I love what you do. You need to keep up your great work. Um, I hope that this question tackled a lot of questions for any of the listeners. And I appreciate you guys for listening. Check out the show notes under one condition. You've got to hit subscribe. And once you hit subscribe... There is the link I just gave you, realbusinessconnections.com slash contact. Or there's a SpeakPipe link where you can leave me a voicemail. Send me your question. I'd love to do my very best to give you a fruitful answer. 
And I appreciate you being here. And I appreciate you being on this journey with me. So thank you so much. I'm grateful for you. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Ben's Bites. If you enjoyed today's bite, be sure to share it with a good friend. Do you have a suggested topic? Reach Ben at ben at balbertmarketing.com. We'll talk to you soon.